Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5's Tad Drex and Caro podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. If you don't have kids, do not have kids. Because <laughs> there's a chance if you have a child that it could turn out to be a girl and she will be the death of you. Oh, gosh. Have you ever played one of those quote-unquote games as a teenager like Ouija board Ooh. or spin the bottle, things like that? My wife and I were talking about getting our son, who's seven, a gab watch. Do you know what a gab watch is? I don't. You pay like 15 bucks a month, and there's some numbers that they have on their watch uh-huh. that they can reach you. So they can call mom and dad. They can call. I think there's a number of telephone numbers you can okay. program in there. But those are the only people they can call. It really doesn't. I think it tracks your fitness. But the main purpose is if your kid gets in a sticky situation, they, they can, can reach out you. to you. Okay, that's and, cool. Yeah. And so my wife and I were thinking, like, he's at the age where he might get into uncomfortable situations if he's over at a play date or whatever. And I said to my wife, yeah, like, spin the bottle. And she said, yeah. Or seven minutes in heaven. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you're aware of this. Uh, yeah, I'm aware of this. I made it this long and never heard. You've never heard of, of seven, seven minutes, minutes in and heaven? You can imagine. I didn't have to ask, but I did. I go, what the heck is that? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you just pair up and go into a closet, closet. for yep. seven minutes. Uh-huh. How have I never heard of this? I do not know. Are there any other games I need to be warned of? Oh, Because gosh. my daughter is a year and a half, and I figure I've got about 12 years to prepare for this. If there are any other games mm. out there, like Ouija board, spin the bottle, or seven minutes in heaven, I haven't been able to look at my wife ever since she told me. Now, Ouija board is awful. Like, I will never play right. with a Ouija board, and they were banned from my house. We were never allowed those in my house. But Good. I did play a little game called Heartthrob. And I wasn't even a teenager when I was playing Heartthrob, but this was an actual, like, Hasbro board game almost. There were 60 date cards. There were, like, 60 different dudes that you could choose, like, the top three. And then you would have, like, these personality cards that you would go through, and you were basically choosing your boyfriend with your girlfriend. how old were you when you are playing this? Eight. Eight years old? Yeah. <laughs> Who at eight years old gives a girl the board game Heartthrob? You're the only girl in your family. I am. How did only... you come upon the game Heartthrob? Well, one of my girlfriends had it, and I told my daddy I wanted it, and dad didn't know what it was, so he went and got it for me. <laughs> Whatever my little princess <laughs> wants, Kara. Want. Whatever you want, baby. Holy schno. All right, so... I don't know if my heart can take all of this. <laughs> Samantha and Griffin, quote unquote, games like spin the bottle or Ouija board or seven minutes in heaven. Suck and blow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> what? Suck and blow. 
I heard what the lady said. <laughs> just why... It's where you take a card and you put it on your lips and you have to hold it and give it to the next person on their lips. And if you drop it, you have to kiss the next person. That is not what I thought that game was. <laughs> yeah. See, your mind went straight to the... <laughs> yeah, I'm straight relieved, actually. <laughs> Strangely uh, relieved that what the game is actually all about. That's disturbing. <laughs> Chad, did you see that um, the Atlanta Hawks were giving away free eye exams and glasses to some students around Atlanta? Yes, please. Pretty nice, and huh? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it seems when you see it in the first, you're like, okay, cool. You know, that's that's nice of them to do that. But man, get your kids' glasses. Get your kids' eyes checked. I just had my seven-year-old's eyes checked for the first time. Like, at least he knew that he was having a hard time seeing. Yeah. But I remember when I was a kid... Uh, I got my first pair of glasses when I was 11, and it turns out, like, I was blind as a bat. Mm -hmm. I remember it because we picked up the glasses, and the whole time on the way we went to see the Beach Boys, it was my first concert, Uh, the whole time we're going there, I'm going, I'm taking my glasses off, and being like, oh, my gosh, there's a a whole whole new world. world out there. So you were 11 and going to your first concert? Yeah. And it was the Beach Boys? The legendary was this- California surfer rock band, the Beach Boys. Was yes, the Kokomo days, Chad. You get Are a little John Stamos. Me? Wait, 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 on wait, 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 wait. What was your first concert, Smarty Pants? Uh, my first concert was Michael Jackson. It was actually the Victory Tour at uh, Atlanta Fulton County okay. Stadium, and okay, yeah, I was. Four, I think okay. maybe. Oh my gosh! And All right, Forget Michael it. came out with that little glitter glove, and I remember it like it was yesterday. The spotlight hit that thing, and it was like a disco ball from Dude. heaven. All right, I'll give you Michael Jackson trumps the Beach Boys, but yeah, let's see. <laughs> I-, I think actually it's quite possible that everybody trumps the Beach Boys. Let's see if we can find the coolest con- coolest first concert okay. that anybody went to. And we're going to start with the Beach Boys. You say your concert was better than that? Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Wow. OMG. I can top that. Not only was I at it, it was my 16th birthday present. So when people ask you, like, what was your first concert, do you tell them Millie Vanilli or do you make something up? Well, actually, I usually uh, talk about the other ones I went to with my mom and sister. But that was the first one I went to by myself with a friend that was just for me. All right. couple of things. Number one is uh, if you saw Millie Vanilli, did you really, can you count that even as your first <laughs> yeah. concert? You haven't yet been to a concert at that point. Number two, I say, find a concert cooler than the Beach Boys. And this is where we start. <laughs> First concert. Billy Ray Cyrus. Achy Bakey Heart. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you, that was my guilty pleasure when that song first came out. I would right? never tell anybody. <laughs> but I thought Achy Breaky Heart was a great catchy song. Don't tell my heart It was a great catchy song, but every time somebody asks me my first concert, I'm like, oh, Billy Ray Cyrus. That's embarrassing. Yeah, you're like, uh, (laughs) Billy Ray Cyrus. What? (laughs) 
404-741-0985. We started with the Beach Boys, quickly moved to Millie Vanilli, Billy Ray Cyrus. Can we go higher than that for best first concert? We're looking for the best first concert, the coolest first concert that you'd brag about. And uh, we started with the Beach Boys. Somebody thought Millie mm-hmm. Vanilli was better than the Beach Boys. I can't totally disagree because at 11 years old, I was seeing the version of the Beach Boys that my dad was into. Right. Not the Kokomo cool Beach Boys. Yeah. And everybody was into Millie Vanilli until they weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Until Millie Vanilli wasn't. Right. (laughs) Um, Kelly Indicator, first concert. When I was 12 and I ran into my sixth grade teacher. Oh. (laughs) At the concert. You saw your teacher in the wild. Oh, yes. And she told everyone on Monday. Uh, <laughs> oh, she did? I would go to the Dark Horse Tavern for live band karaoke whenever I could to sing Neil Diamond until my friend Ashley came to town. And she was like, you know, the room is full of kids. I don't think Neil Diamond is moving the needle for them. Everybody knows Sweet Caroline. I retired. Sing along. My, well, no, I was going deeper. <laughs> oh. September morn. Oh, no, you can't. We do danced that. until the night became <laughs> a brand new day. It's a fan favorite. 404 741 Feel Good Friday, talking about first concerts. Mine was the Beach Boys. We've heard Millie Vanilli, Neil Diamond has been in there, the Monkees. Billy Ray Cyrus. It's getting really out of control <laughs> yeah. over here. First concert, Nancy and Monroe are looking for the coolest. Kiss, 13 years old. Kiss, that's Kiss. awesome. Yeah. What a giant leap. It was leap. a good time. <laughs> you were 13. Please tell me your parents were with you to chaperone. My mom was. Your mom was. <laughs> yes. And did she enjoy the concert as well, or did she bring earplugs? She enjoyed it as well. They were partying all night and rock and rolling rock and all day. Every day. That's right. <laughs> it was a good time. Cat in Waleska first concert. It was Janet Jackson and Usher, the Velvet Rope Tour. Yes. Does that top kiss, though? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, you think? Janet so it, Jackson. It does because my uncle got pulled up on stage by Janet Jackson. Nuh-uh. And she did the little striptease in front of him. So I went with my aunt and my uncle. My uncle got pulled up on stage, and she did the little dance. And it was up at Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. No way. Was your uncle yeah. hoping for a wardrobe malfunction? <laughs> That was before that word even existed, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate the call. Soli in Jackson, first concert. I mean, it's going to be tough to top Janet Jackson, Usher, Kiss. Prince, Diamonds and Pearls. Yes, was your first concert? Was my first concert. Oh, I'm so jealous. It was amazing. <laughs> We are close to shutting this thing down. <laughs> what year was that? Oh, gosh. Don't we mean, probably. Yeah. Like, don't ask such questions. I, I know, right? Shame nice on you. Come on, man. <laughs> I know your mother taught you better. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. Appreciate it. Laura and Smyrna. Jimi Hendrix. No way. Yeah, we probably could have gotten high from just the smoke of the weed that was being smoked at the concert. How old were you, Laura? 
I was 17. 17. Wow. Nobody did the math. That's incredible. And you do you remember it? You must. You were 17. It's not like you were. Yes, tall. it was great. I think we have reached the top of the mountain. Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix concert. Top of the mountain. Don't you think? Tampa, Florida. We're not even on the same planet anymore. No. You probably weren't on the planet at that time even. <laughs> I'm happy to say I was not. We keep up with what's happening. So we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. 725, we're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters, scattered showers, thunderstorms, strong winds today, and a high of 76, 63 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? I'll tell you why scientists are saying we should be drinking thousands of different types of wine in just a second. But spring break is just weeks away. If you're looking to do a little staycation did you know that georgia actually has one of the top 25 beaches in the entire world tybee island um no close TripAdvisor actually put together this list only three beaches in the u.s made the cut no completely um number 10 was a beach in hawaii i cannot pronounce can i can Kenapoli Beach? Sure. I don't know. Number 11 is Siesta Beach in Siesta Key, Florida. Nice. And number 12 was Driftwood Beach in Jekyll Island. If you've ever been out there, it is so cool. It's like the erosion of the area has all of these like trees that are kind of like sticking out of the sand. It's really cool. Absolutely beautiful. That's amazing. Now, the latest research on wine has found we should be drinking as many different types of red wine as possible. (laughs) There's a leading British scientist that says we should aim to drink thousands of different types. I guess consuming a wide range of grape varieties can not only boost our immune system, but help fight disease and even improve mental health. I know it improves my mental health after a cocktail. Now, you shouldn't be drinking more than half of a bottle, though. He says this is just like one to two glasses a day. Don't go crazy. The more alcohol you consume, the worse it actually is for your body. I'm sorry. I heard nothing after drink as many different kinds of wine as humanly possible. Anything you said after that? All a blur. Is there anything in the study about sexting your ex at 3 o'clock in the morning after a bottle of wine? Yeah, don't do that that either. No, no, that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. We're sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. It's Donna in Covington. Good morning. Good morning. Because Drex is out today, uh, we've been a little extra busy, so I just had to ask Kara to retrieve the questions from the printer. Can we trust that she didn't look at them as she brought them to us? Oh, come on. Do you trust her, <laughs> Donna? We can. we can? I think we can trust her, yeah. All right. Well, let's. now that she's gotten back into the studio, let's kick her out. Coffee time. I'm out of here, Donna. Good luck. Somebody's getting Thanks. her steps in. I know, right? All right. <laughs> Kara's going to step out of the studio. I'll ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. Bring Kara back in. Ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she's going to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready, Donna? I'm ready. Question number one, Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards of this weekend. Alanis Morissette was on one of their shows back in 1986 for one season. Can you name the show? Um, no. <laughs> number two, Jay Leno was on Kelly Clarkson yesterday to show off his new face after suffering burns late last year. Jay Leno hosted what popular late-night talk show on and off from 1992 to 2014? 
<laughs> Number wow, where's my brain today? Three. Uh, Aaron Carter's mom wants his death investigated as a homicide. Aaron's brother was a member of the Backstreet Boys. What's his name? Nick Carter. Question number four. In an effort to promote the next Scream movie, someone dressed up as Ghostface and been running around the U.S. 911 call centers have been flooded with calls. What number Scream are they on? Oh, wow. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to say six. Question number five, Travis Kelsey is going to host SNL this weekend. He plays for the team that won the Super Bowl a few weeks ago. What's that team? Kansas City. Going to bring Kara back in. A late run. You started off real shaky, but you came roaring back. <laughs> Kara, are you ready for the same questions? I'm ready. Number one, what show on Nickelodeon was Alanis Morissette on? You can't do that on television. Is the correct answer. Dunn didn't have an answer. It's one to nothing. Question number two. What TV show did Jay Leno host? The Tonight Show? The Tonight Show is what we are looking for. And Donna said The Late Show. So we have a score of two to nothing. Question number three. Aaron Carter's brother's name. Nick Carter? It's three to one. Number four. What number Scream movie are we on? Oh, gosh. Seven? Donna took a wild guess and said six, and Donna was right. Oh, man. It is three to two. Final question, Kara. Travis Kelsey played for the team that won the Super Bowl. What's that team? The Kansas City Chiefs. Final score, four to three. Donna, are you smarter than Kara? Not today. <laughs> Sorry, Donna. <laughs> no cash, but you do get the tickets to see BB Rexa at the Tabernacle June 23rd, the Ronsale Live Nation.com. That's awesome. We play twice every weekday morning at 6.35 and 7.35. You can go ahead and sign up if you want. Just go to taddrexandkara.com. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. All right, Courtney, you are a baker? Yeah, I bake like cakes and cookies and things like that out of my house. So nice. it's a really good side business for extra money. What's cool. it called? Like, what's your business called? We can give you a little plug. Uh, well, I rather not say. <laughs> you'll, huh. uh, you'll understand when I tell you what happened. Okay. <laughs> so what happened then, Courtney? I was making a cake for one of my clients, and it was a birthday cake for his girlfriend's 30th birthday. Okay. And I lost my ring. In the cake. Inside the cake? I have looked everywhere. And I remember, like, noticing that I had it on under my gloves. And I thought to myself, oh, don't forget to take that off. Like, right. I usually take off my rings. But when I realized it was gone, it was like, oh, crap. Okay, I mean, we got to get down late. to this. Where is the cake now? Shane already picked it up. Shane's the oh. guy that ordered the cake. He's already picked up the cake. Yes. We need to call him pretty quickly if he's got your ring in his cake. Then. Right. I think at this point, the damage has been done. But I'm just hoping that maybe, like, you guys can find out. You know, like, did they find the ring? Is everybody okay? Nobody got choked. If right. they didn't find the ring, you can maybe just hang up and they'll never know. Oh. I feel like my reputation is on the line because I kind of count on word of mouth. Yeah, this could lead to bad reviews. Right. They could call the health department. I really cannot believe that I am in this situation. I feel like an idiot. 
are you hoping to get the ring back too? Like that's an issue. Yeah. My husband wants me to, which was another huge argument. He told me that it's worth ten thousand oh. so. dollars. Then you need to get this ring back for sure. Mm-hmm. Ten grand, and that's how you took care of it. My gosh. <laughs> All right, Courtney. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> time is of the essence. We're going to try to get Shane on next. Okay. Thank you. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Courtney is looking for our help asking forgiveness from this guy, Shane, who we're in the process of calling right now. Basically, what happened was is that Courtney started this side business baking cakes, and she realized her ring is missing and thinks she baked that ring into this birthday cake that Shane had bought for his girlfriend. Courtney, he's not going to know you're on the line here. Hello? Is it Shane? Yeah. Hey, this is Tad Drex and Kara calling from B98.5. We uh, just wanted to wish, I guess your girlfriend has had a birthday, and we just want to wish her a happy birthday. Uh, Yeah, how would you guys know? Shane, this is a radio station. We know when everybody's birthday is. Everybody knows that. Duh. <laughs> how was the party? <sighs> yeah, it was interesting. Interesting. What does that mean? The first piece of cake she cut into yeah. had a ring in it. Okay. Was she okay? She didn't, like, choke on it or anything, did she? No, no, she was fine, but it sure made my day interesting. Before you say anything else, we want to let you know, Courtney, the lady that baked your cake, is actually on the phone with us. This is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget, and she wanted to ask forgiveness, and it's obvious what for. Shane, I am so sorry. I have no idea how this could have happened. I'm really glad she's okay. Yeah, but Shane, you said it made things interesting. What did that mean? She cuts into the cake and finds a ring. We have all her friends and family standing there, and she just starts crying and jumped in my arms and said, I will over and over again. Oh, no. (laughs) Everybody was there? The whole family? Are you engaged now? Yeah, the decision was made for me, so what was I going to say? I can just talk to her, and we can get this whole thing straightened out. Yeah, it's a little too late for that. (laughs) Courtney, the ring that you baked into this cake was an engagement ring? Well, it's my wedding band attached to the diamond ring. Yeah, it was your wedding band. What do you mean it was? Good luck prying that thing off her finger. Can I, I, like, buy you a new one? Nope. You made this mistake. I basically covered for you, so... Now I'm getting married. Yeah, Courtney, think about the position that this poor guy was in. No intentions of proposing. I mean, what is he supposed to do? Well, he's supposed to just be like, hey, honey, I found out that maybe that ring is a fake. Let me get you a new one. Let me get you something else. Let me get you a better one. It's too late. She knows the ring now. She loves the ring. It's it's. There's no way I can switch it out. This is a feature called Forgive and Forget. Can you forgive Courtney at least for putting you in this position? Not like alert the health department or give her a bad rap what's done is done so thanks for the free ring i am going to figure out a way to make this right yeah don't expect us to ask you to make a cake for us (laughs) oh no gig making the wedding cake okay thanks for listening to the tad drex and kara podcast subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m on b98.5